0: Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We are recording live from our alma mater al in uh lsu we're at the university ready to start school again
1: yes we are now we have a special guest today um i'm gonna introduce myself to him on the pod here uh good it's pretty good yes Learning a little bit of Polish helped out a little bit. Now, our (laughs) guest here, I'm going to also say this with a Russian accent. So, if you, hey, knock it off, American boy. Quit trying to say stuff in Russian. But uh, I'm going to try to pronounce his name here because Harley asked off mic uh, how to pronounce his last name. So,
2: I'm going to go for this. Miroslav Dushev. That's pretty close. I would say, I mean, too heavy on the accent. No, that's that's good. When I when I tell my name, uh, say my name like, you know, to Americans, I say Miroslav Tushev, but when I say it in Russian, it's usually Miroslav Tushev. You know, it's like uh, it just sounds different sounds. So it sounds cool. It's not about accent. It sounds it's, cooler
1: in the Russian way, Tushev.
2: Yeah, it's not about the the accent. It's mostly about this sounds, the sounds, you know, the vowels and the per- the emphasis on the Tushev. <laughs> Not really. I mean, that's it's complicated.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been learning Spanish, so I, I know that there's accents and Wait. different stuff and all this other crap. So I can understand that languages is hard.
1: Wait, since when have you been learning Spanish? <laughs> it's been a while. Oh God! All right. So Miroslav here is a PhD PhD student, uh, Division of Computer Science and Engineering. And he's also a uh, CSC, which I'm guessing is some computer science. No, it's the same thing. Okay. Computer science. Yeah. Uh, 4,000 level software engineering uh, teacher's assistant. Is that correct? Um,
2: used to be. I mean, I'm, I'm doing it this semester, really, but it's like nothing. It's just, uh, you know, they switch it up every semester. It, okay. it doesn't really ma- mean anything.
1: Now, you guys may know him from some of his published work here uh you know hits such as linguistic change in open source software and (laughs) you know an information theoretic approach for traceability link retrieval that one's real hot in the streets these days
0: i think he's the first guest we've had that's published uh i think so in the written word but you know we had
1: we had hypnotic on he's his music's published
0: no he well he's a producer he
1: publishes well yeah but uh this it sounds like very complicated stuff so in everyday like layman's terms can you explain like some of the stuff that are in these
2: in these papers or it's, or just give us the cliff notes yeah so the, the the latest one that you did first one you mentioned linguistic change in open source that's actually where i'm the first author so it's like uh i wrote the most of the work did the analysis and so this one i'm actually going to be presenting soon on a conference in cleveland so it's a conference paper, not a journal paper. And uh, this one is about how, like, you know, how natural languages evolve over time. It's not a secret. It's like a, tracing back to Darwin, and his uh, famous quote, how he compared the evolution of languages v- with the evolution of species. It's the same thing for programming languages, specifically if you have, a, like, a, say, program, and then you have different versions of it, yeah, and then they... Let's like say, developers fixed some bugs or added some features and issued a new version. And so from the previous version to the next version, it's usually what we call in our paper the evolution. It's how the, the lexicon, the code itself, evolves over time. So we studied that, and then just... It's, it's like an exploratory kind of study, just to see what's out there. And we found how different forms of words evolved like acronyms and full words how how like let's say for example one of the findings how misspelled words actually die out quickly you know which is kind of like you know expected but you know just a good finding and then also compared how it influenced like developers in terms of like productivity and stuff like that popularity of the programs itself and stuff like that so
0: so, uh, when I'm picturing you at the conference, I'm. Uh, you watch the show Silicon Valley?
2: I wanted to start watching. Everyone tells me, like, start watching it, you know, watch it. But I never really found All right, it
0: so probably. I'm picturing, like, th- you'd given almost like a TED Talk. you coming out with a lot of energy. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you're going into this code, and I'm going, like oh, I'm, I'm lost.
1: Yeah, but these are for people yeah, who know what he's talking audience. about. Yeah,
0: I know. I'm but aware. But
1: it, it's like you're saying, like, languages evolve, like, you know they added bo- "bootylicious" to the the Webster's dictionary. So you're saying that as time goes, with you know, uh, this, these are in programming languages or, yeah. or software code. Like, yeah. um, as they're being used, they progress and and they get. I assume they get better. You're saying like misspelled words die out. Does that do they just get shortened and so it gets quicker? Like the language, uh, it gets easier and easier to program in as people kind of. I, get, I don't want to use the term beta test since it's not a, technically a beta, but it's sort of that the a progression. Uh,
2: it's going to get better and better over time. So here we're not really talking about programming languages itself, but we're talking about the programs themselves. So the keywords in programming languages, those are filtered out and we don't consider like how the programming language evolves itself. So like if you have a program, you have a bunch of source files, and then in those source files you have variables... And like different, you know, classes and different, different like constructs. I'm trying to explain in simple terms. And then you have names for them. Yeah, let's say class, cat. And so we take, we we don't consider the word class because it's a programming language specific keyword. Mm -hmm. We take the word cat and then there is another class with the name dog. And then so we take that word, and also we take all of them for the whole release, for the Mm -hmm. whole version, and then just compare these words with the next release and see which one of them died, which one of them, the new ones that got added, and we try to connect them to certain, let's say, features or bugs, Okay. see, like, how it, you know, moves around. So, yeah. That's pretty, it seems like pretty, uh,
1: I don't know, you have to focus a lot and, and try to, figure out it's sort of like detective work and sort of uh, <laughs> programming or something i i don't think i i had a couple programming classes in college did you i, I, I mean i took an isds
0: classes sounds that's like that's programming it sounds like computer science is for the smart kids isds is for the dumb kids
1: i feel like you have to have a certain sort of brain to be able to do it correctly and you know he like he was saying categories and you have to you have to do – you have to be able to follow the language and, and be able to I, – I I did a couple computer science classes. And I was dog shit at it. I'm not a very smart guy as you can tell. But <laughs> I feel like it takes a uh, – like one of my questions on here is do you think you could
2: like teach anyone how to code? Absolutely. That's actually a common misconception that like there are certain people who are – Let's say, like, good for coding, certain people are good for, I don't know, writing news articles. Everyone can, can do anything. It's just a matter of your commitment and just your willingness.
1: I mean, he can't dunk. <laughs> okay, come on. Girls always say they're on. bad at math hold a lot on, of the time. Hold on, hold on.
0: Height is not something you can teach, and you need height to dunk. You give me, some, uh, give me a good computer right here and give me some code, little headphones,
1: I'll be able to code. Oh, fuck. It's oh, actually, I'll be yeah. i hacking into your shit. I don't think so, grandma's boy.
2: Talking about this uh, reminds me. So we had this computer science camp this summer at, at LSU, uh, coding camp where we invite uh, high schoolers over and then middle schoolers. We had two separate camps for a week, and they we teach them coding from scratch. And you know, like what if we're gonna write a paper about it? But what what we've noticed so far is that. If if a child if he's willing to to learn you know if they they know all of them like zero know nothing about computer science prior to coming to the course, but when they if we see this willingness, this spark in the eyes, and they actually they make make such a good progress, you know, it's it's all about the you know your own like you know willingness to openness to it and openness, yeah, and like you know just just if person wants it can do anything, you know. Damn, I was yeah. trying pretty hard in college too and I still sucked. Um <laughs> now, when you
1: talk when you talk to random people or when you're talking to like a girl or something, do you
2: like what do you tell them that you do? I I consider myself a researcher, not a student really, cuz in my mind the student is the person who takes classes, try to get a good grade, pass them and stuff like that, but as a PhD student You're really somewhere in the middle between faculty and a student because, like, we teach, like, you know, undergrads, and we also do research, but sometimes we take classes as well, you know. So, I mean, I don't take classes anymore, so I kind of consider myself a researcher. A researcher? Yeah. They ask, like, what kind of field, what kind of area and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: and then you say, like, you know, you give them – the name of one of your published papers, and they're just – do they instantly, like, oh, you must be pretty smart, and then they don't ask you any more questions? Like, I'm an electrical engineer, and he's a chemical engineer, and, like, I'll say, you know, I'm an electrical engineer, and they're like, oh, all right. Like, they're like – they kind of assume that I'm, you know, a fairly intelligent person, and they ask me no more questions. So if I were to, like, read them, you know, if I say, oh, I just published a paper called uh, Just Enough Semantics – An information theoretic approach for IR based software bug localization, they'd just be like, I can just see people being like, oh, that's pretty awesome, man, and asking you no more questions because they understood the word information in that sentence, and that's it.
0: Sounds like a great pickup line at Fred's on Free Drinks Night.
2: Hey. I don't know what's fun in that. Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, throw around big words. It's like when they ask you what you do, what kind of research, say computer science if you like if they ask me to be more specific, I say software engineering if they yeah. ask me wanna be more specific, then I maybe I say something yeah. like you know language evolution like you know, yeah, something like that, yeah, I never say this it's 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 scary, yeah,
1: um t- so like I asked you, do you people instantly think you're like smart or whatever, do you get pissed off when people call like someone like Kanye West a genius?
2: Not really. I don't really follow that. I don't really follow any sort of like, you know, this pop culture, pop culture, media and stuff. So I don't really care what they call them, you know. Okay, that maybe that's just a personal pet peeve. Who was that that guy who played guitar on stage, Kanye West or someone, Uh, Jay-Z? Neither of those people can play guitar. Yeah, someone of them tried and it was so hilarious that I I was kind of pissed off. (laughs) <laughs> but well, um, why would but you, that well, is that's as a basis right yeah, there. Yeah,
0: I was gonna ask why is he pissed off? It's cause he plays bass. He slap yeah. slaps a little bass. Yeah.
2: Everyone was pissed off like, you know, <laughs> <and> so <laughs> um uh
1: you mentioned you know, you're part researcher you know attending a couple of classes what is it like being a ta like you harley you probably witnessed a couple of people being a, a ta in your class it seemed like they did most of the work and the professor didn't do anything that's
0: my impression they graded papers they they checked your homework they, they were they actually knew your time, name and then the professor just walked it's kind, kind of like the dental hygienist and the dentist uh, relationship the hygienist comes in and does all the work, and the dentist just comes out and shows face and takes all the credit?
1: But if something's actually wrong with your teeth, then the dentist actually does something. Well, but I agree with you. So is, are you essentially like the professor without a salary when you're a TA most of the time? No, or, it's not I, like
2: this. Really, it depends on who your professor is, who you're ta in for. Like some some of them are like, you know, I don't need you to do anything, just, you know, free money. You know, they, we get paid for this. It's not yeah. free. so Other, you know, can you, like, replace me? I'm going to go into a conference. Can you just do a lecture for me? Something like that. And then for some of them, you do grading. Others say, you know, I don't allow my TAs to grade because I want to be, like, super consistent and super important. You know, it really depends, you know, like, depends. So hard to tell. Okay. Um, What made you want to, like, pursue a PhD? I guess maybe it's my genetics because my mother and my grandmother they're all like you know in russia it's different it's not it's not phd we have actually two like you know two separate degrees which kind of compose of phd but if you compare the the length they're like longer than the phd and both of them had those degrees okay so i guess it's partially genetics and partially i don't know i just kind of interested in you know something doing something nerdy And helpful. (laughs) Um,
1: now. Are you gonna make people call you doctor after you get no, the PhD? No, no, really.
2: We we don't do this. Like even my professor <laughs> if you call him like he his name is Nash, that's like a short and then you don't really call them Doctor Nash because he get he gets pissed. You just call him Nash and you know, re- I mean, it really depends on the person, but I guess most of us just don't like it. It's like okay. what's the point? See if I got the PhD I'd I'd be I'd
1: be sort of jokingly, you know, having people refer to me as doctor. No?
2: Maybe at the beginning for some time. Just as a
1: joke. Yeah. Um. So I guess that answers another one of my questions. Like the Twitter handle on your LSU, um, I guess bio had that Nash person. So I guess yeah, that's yeah. who you work for. So oh, you did your research? <laughs> okay. Hey, come on! I got I got documents here. <laughs> oh, right. Um.
2: Now, what's your ideal job after you graduate? I was thinking about pursuing something in academia, like uh, being a professor. But, I mean, it really depends on, because next summer, hopefully, I'll get an internship somewhere at a big company, and I will see if that's something I want to do. Because one of our uh coworkers in our lab, he got a position at Microsoft, and before that, he got an internship there, and then he said, that's what I, I want to do. You know, I don't want to be a professor, because it's two different things, so it really mm-hmm. depends. We'll see. Probably next year, I'll come up with an answer. Okay,
1: and uh, are there a lot of, it seems like most of the programming jobs are out west, so you probably have to relocate. Like, does Baton Rouge have have a programming scene? It seems like that's something you could kind of do anywhere, though. Like, I, I, that's something I don't understand is the the Silicon Valley. You're moving to San Francisco, paying, you know, outrageous prices for real estate and whatnot. Why don't they just, you know, you have Internet everywhere. Why go there?
2: It really depends, though like some of the companies accept this kind of thing like when you when you get hired you say i oh, can i work remotely yeah you can and other companies you know like for certain projects you gotta meet in person discuss something show it on the screen like physically you know can you do this and that what's working what's not working you mm-hmm. know you really have to be able to communicate in person because it's not the same thing like in person and even w- using like a web camera it's still not the same thing it's it's even like scientifically, they show it's it fires different sort of I don't neurons and stuff. So hmm. It's not the same thing. Okay. And another thing, back to your question, when you get a PhD, you're not gonna be a programmer anymore. I mean, you're gonna do some coding, but you're not gonna be. It's not, you're not gonna be a software engineer. To be a software engineer, you need just an under, undergrad degree. No one goes to PhD to be a pro coder like for the rest <laughs> of your life. You know?
1: So you're going to be more of a managerial position? No, research. O- research. Oh, oh, okay.
0: He's going to mine Bitcoin.
1: No,
2: he's a, you don't is that, is that how you mine
0: Bitcoin? How do you mine Bitcoin?
2: Well, uh, what they do... I don't know. I don't really follow this topic, like cryptocurrency, but what, uh, as far as I know, they try to find this uh, hash, hash for... Like it's like a super long number. They try to calculate it, and then using like GPUs and stuff. And then, you know, when you get this number, you get a Bitcoin out of it somehow. I don't really follow this. Right. You. Know. So you it's like
0: guessing the Madden code.
1: Pretty much. You ha- you build. It, you have a supercomputer computer, and then that, that supercomputer, like you're saying, the GPU. The the bigger the mm-hmm. computer, the the more you'll be able to mine for the Bitcoin, and that's. That, and the, and there's a finite number of Bitcoins, so you're all working together to solve this problem. Like he was saying, yeah. it's the number or whatever. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but you're all working together to solve that problem. And then once that happens, you're essentially like building the blockchain and then you get, you know, a percentage of that Bitcoin and then you can sell that off or yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah so...
0: Hey, thanks for explaining me in layman's terms. Hey, I appreciate that. I am. You a layman. just repeated what I understood, so thank you. Hey, keep I'm repeating it. We'll play a podcast <laughs> where Microsoft talks, and then you translate it to me. All
1: right. <laughs> um, that—that that was most of my programming questions. You have any more?
0: Well, yeah. So, um, how about we get to the basics? Where are you from? Russia. Well, I mean, big country. Big, co- big country.
2: Very big country. Yeah, uh, from you know where Moscow is, it's like, a, like, it's not like, you know, it's not a geographical center, but we call it the center, which is like a European part basically of Russia. And then, like, in the south of it, so this is where my hometown is. Okay, so it's Volgograd, but I don't expect anyone to know where it is, so that's why I'm Are We
0: we probably get some views in Voldegrad.
2: Volgograd. Volgograd, <laughs> you know, Stalingrad, yeah. Staling- so yeah. it's the same city, it's okay. just renamed. Oh well, okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um how did you
1: how did you come to America and choose to study at LSU? Have you all have you done all of your academics here?
2: No. I only did my masters and PhD here. I applied to like roughly ten universities, got admitted to this one with financial aid and to I think to Buffalo, New York, but they didn't give me any financial aid. So when you apply for Master's or PhD, it's like your first thing, first consideration, because you're not going to be able to pay like five years of education, especially coming from another country. It's super expensive. So that's the first thing you consider is like, do they give you financial aid or not? If they do, it's like a green light.
1: So LSU gave you the biggest bag of money, so you said, I'm going with you.
2: It it was – initially I actually applied to a different program initially and they gave me like a waiver a tuition waiver where you don't have to pay tuition but they don't hire you as a ta so but I got the position anyway later same semester but no other universities give me anything at all so in terms of money so I just came here okay and
1: uh, low like, way does a good job with that so so once you apply to all these places and you saw that LSU was gonna be the cheapest option for you did you then start researching it or ha- had you already known yeah actually? how did you
0: know how to apply to LSU? because this is a
1: weird sort of like yeah. when uh
0: just like we don't really know where stalingrad is like how do you ha- i mean how do you know speak where?
2: for yourself <laughs> it's actually you'll be surprised we have roughly about five percent international students here i've just been to international orientation we had a lot of students like from all over the world Australians you know one guy from the Netherlands, Malaysia, Chinese, Indians like all sorts of countries you know because I, I was a volunteer so I had to talk to them <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> I got to know that but I mean for me it was a funny thing so when you apply to grad school you you want to be you want to get admitted so you don't really apply to only to top schools you want to diversify your set of schools so you apply to like top schools. Middle tier and then low low tier. I mean, low tier usually don't give you any financial aid, so it's usually top tier and middle tier. So let's use middle tier tier and then just apply to like to me. LSU was kind of random, to be honest. Yeah, I that thought in I thought that was funny. I thought LSU was in California because I saw the photos of like palm trees. Yeah. I Yeah. Oh, it must be California. And Then I came here. I was like, no, it doesn't look like California.
1: <laughs> so th- so that's when you found out. Like, it's not in California, is when you came over. <laughs>
2: I'm kidding. When I got admitted, I, of course, I did my so, research. So, you,
1: you researched it, <laughs> yeah. and when you were researching and you're like, all right, guess I got to do this, or were you, were you no, excited? No, I was kind of
2: excited, of course, yeah. I mean, I've never been any, uh, at that point, at that time, I had never been anywhere except like outside of Russia. So, of course, I was like super excited. So, you'd
1: never even been to any place in, in Europe? No. Um, you care if I ask I how old hadn't. you are?
2: Yeah, I'm 26. Oh, 26? Hmm.
1: Shit. <laughs> okay. Is it bad or good? That's uh, I mean. Did
0: you go outside the country before 26?
1: I mean, does a Caribbean count?
0: Not on a cruise. No, cruise don't count.
1: I was 26 when I went to uh, Dubrovnik in okay. Barcelona and all that. All right, so there you
2: go. It's expensive, though, you know, especially when you live in Russia to travel.
1: Yeah um so we we do this segment on our podcast called first impressions so we felt I felt that it would be a good uh first impression things for us to you know if you come over from Russia and you're coming Mm -hmm. to Baton Rouge there's a bunch of different culture shock things so I have Mm -hmm. just a list of stuff and you can just say like your first impression of of like the first time you saw it
2: or or you know even what if I had never seen it (laughs)
0: Well then we'll teach alligators? you about it. Okay, yeah. yeah okay.
2: <laughs> I'm not an expert on Louisiana cultures. <laughs> okay. Well the first one, alligators. Uh, <laughs> I don't really I've I mean like you mean seen them in real life or as a as a as a treat? <laughs> oh, as a dish?
0: E- you you like eating alligator?
2: Yeah, I, I tried them. I mean to me it's like, you know, just alligator nothing special. Yeah, like
1: alligator that. as a food I agree with you
2: kind <laughs> of overrated.
1: Really, uh, oh, it's
0: an adventure food, though. When you see it on the menu for the first time, you got to order it. It
1: sounds exotic, but then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's kind of a fattier version of chicken. Mm-hmm. could do without this. But, like, seeing them in person, like, you, you don't have an animal like that in Russia, right? So you're like, oh, what the fuck Zeus, is this, I guess? Yeah, you're like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> like, did you know it existed before you came over Yeah. Here? yeah. Oh, okay. Well. I'm not that stupid. Oh, if
0: You watch Steve Irwin. He knows what crocodiles are. That's a crocodile,
1: here. though. Um, You say you don't really keep up with pop culture. Mm-hmm. What was your first impression of, like, lsu football and how people are obsessed with football here you just don't even notice that. i still
2: don't understand that man i mean i watch i don't even watch soccer i watched the world cup because it wasn't was took place in my country actually i was in russia at that time but i didn't have money to go and buy a ticket it was so expensive but i was outside so they had a huge screen and translated all the all the matches all the games on the screen so i was there but i mean i'm still i still don't know the rules of american football because i don't really I don't really find it interesting to do. You're be not. Honest. You're not a big sports guy. I like the culture associated, the tailgating and stuff, <laughs> but I don't really like the sport itself. The, the main thing. Yeah. It. Okay. Well, that's understandable. Have you ever been to a game? Not really. I watched it again. I don't know. Just not really interested. So you've never been to the Tiger Stadium? No, I've been to the stadium, but not to when the it was game. packed with like. No. Oh, I feel like we got. You got to take them to a game. Why I know. They? I. I. I planned to go this semester but i hadn't bought the tickets again just procrastinating and stuff <laughs> Did <laughs> I you? Don't know did you like do you get student tickets yeah you you have to buy them but it's like i Discount, guess it's very discounted yeah so like it's discounted but i think you have to buy the whole package for for all the games you cannot really buy a single one you can buy them like aftermarket later yeah it's way it's,
1: it's way cheaper as a student if you yeah, just buy them do
2: that and yeah. You know, since you're not a
1: big fan, you can just sell them off and make money. Although he got in trouble for doing that.
2: But I go to tailgates all the time. Oh, okay. I think it's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, So that's another
1: thing I have on here. You know, Russia's a big drinking culture. Do you appreciate the drinking culture down
2: here? Are you a big drinker? I'm not a big drinker, but I drink sometimes. Yeah, I like, for example, recently I've discovered old fashioned. Uh I guess it's an American thing, or I don't really know the origins of it. But I mean, it's made of bourbon, so yeah. bourbon,
0: know. some bitters, a little yeah. lemon around the rim of the glass, and yeah. the
1: peel in there. A little too yeah. citrusy for me,
2: but that's yeah, it's amazing. It's I love a classic. That. But I'm mostly like a wine person. I don't really drink beer, so I mean, I mean, if if I have to, I can, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, not re- if, not if, voluntarily. If people are
1: making you play flip cup, you're, you're yeah. in. Yeah, all right. Uh, what do you think about like the the big oak trees around campus? Oh, that's,
2: that's super awesome yeah that's that blows everyone's mind when they see that it's <laughs> so old. um
1: what about uh like your first impression of like the people around here and like their accents and stuff the do you yeah feel like they talk funny
2: you know the thing is it was my first experience with the americans in the america so i didn't really had any i had some friends you know like back in russia because we have like different student international students had some like friends on facebook from america but i didn't really have any like person to person like when you see a lot of people Mm -hmm. so i i didn't really think anything about the accent at that time now i mean i'm realized it's like (laughs) some people especially from the rural parts you know sometimes they have a hard time understanding them but i mean they have a hard time understanding me too (laughs) (laughs) it's equal yeah uh have you been to new orleans like what was your first impression of new orleans Yeah, i think i went there after like uh maybe like my first year here and then, yeah, that's a pretty unique place. I've been to some other states and cities. And so, like, comparatively, it's it's very unique. And it kind of reminds me, I've never been to Europe, but, I mean, it kind of looks like Europe, especially the like French Quarter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that. I come there sometimes. What what has
1: been, your like, your favorite place to,
2: that you visited in America so far? Uh, I really love Florida, Miami, you know, Miami Beach. I've been there two times. Every time, just have a great time, you know amazing
0: so you also uh if i if i know i think you went to key west is that true yeah did you know we record a pod podcast there no yeah so key west we're big key west people
2: i I saw that but i didn't listen to it oh that's
0: that's fine it's great it's episode 51 if you want to check that out
2: my dad's got a place
1: there right now down by the uh, graveyard Mm. yeah yeah i know the place Yeah, yeah so i've been there like 10 times so if you ever go back and want some recommendations come to the talking small podcast um what's your first impression of like the food around here it's it seems
2: uh a lot different than russian food and a lot different yeah. than other american food as well so first of all everyone who comes from a different country notices how portions are so much bigger than <laughs> everywhere else <laughs> <Thanks>. so <laughs> not really but i mean you take take home with you the the, the leftovers, so it's, it's it's good and in terms of the food itself Yeah, it's also unique, Louisiana, like, Cajun cuisine and stuff. I really love that I even cooked, like, you know, gumbo and jambalaya by myself. But I even, once in a while, I go to Chimes, get uh, rice and beans. That's my favorite. Red beans and rice? Yeah, red beans and rice with sausage. Mm. And, you know, etouffee, stuff like that. Yeah, I really like it. All right.
1: Check out uh, if you like chimes. Check out Pa Rans over on Perkins. Mm. It's a
2: little bit more expensive, but they got some good uh, fish dishes and stuff there. So I've been to some other restaurant. I don't remember the name. I've been there like two years ago. It also like Louisiana cuisine, like Louisiana, you know, foods. It was kind of pricey, very good, but I don't forgot the name. Maybe it was that. Where
1: that where one. where was it at in Baton Rouge? Don't remember. Okay. <laughs> um. I went there at night. What do you think about, like, the uh, the housing and the architecture around on Baton Rouge? Like, you said <coughs> you like the New Orleans architecture, kind of European.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I kind of like to look at it, but I don't really like living there in European because it's so tiny. Yeah. What I like here, I mean, I understand why the houses are wide and one story mostly because it's because of the heat. Like, if you go up north, you will see, like, two- and three-story houses, which are more, like, narrow more compact just to preserve the the, the, the temperature. Uh-huh. But in terms of architecture, I mean I don't really have any complaints. You know, I I wouldn't wanna live in like an old house to be honest. <laughs> I would love to be I would love t- I wouldn't want to live in like a generic kind of house too. Yeah. So something like, you know, if you know um what's called Brightside, Brightside Avenue, Brightside near LSU. Yeah. And then there are a lot of like cool neighborhoods there and then there are really cool, like, unique houses there. What, this is something I would love to live in, you know. Cool. What do you think about
1: the uh, music? You into, like, the local music or or you're not,
2: you're not in the pop culture? You probably – do you listen to music when you program? or well, I listen to a lot of music, but I'm not really into jazz. But, I mean, I had a friend. I still have him, and he's a professor. He used to be a professor here at the uh, School of Music. And then he gave me free tickets to the concerts here at LSU, so I visited all of them. And, I mean, sometimes, like, you know, kind of like a filler, if you want to listen to something (laughs) calm, you know, it's fine. But I'm not really into that kind of music. Like, I wouldn't really do any research or Google any, like, artist to specifically listen to. I'm mostly into, like, metal, rock, 80s, 90s, you know, even pop at that time, too.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. What, uh, what was your first impression of seeing Mike the Tiger on campus?
2: It's the regular tiger, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been to zoos before.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Well, I, I would have thought he made a pretty good impression because I see you're a cat guy. So, yeah. Mike the Tiger, best cat. <laughs> yeah. You got a nice <laughs> un gato. W-
1: what is that? <laughs> His cat. It's cat in Spanish. He, oh, okay. was, <laughs> he was flexing the Spanish since I was oh, giving okay. him shit earlier. Flexing. But the uh, – I mean, most college campuses don't have a live tiger. So yeah, I figure I that would be a oh oh, oh shit. But i you know, he's to been to zoos. So
2: I've never been to any campuses before. That's the thing. Uh, you know, it's my first experience. I don't really have any comparison. And uh, I guess my
0: last one. On <laughs> Wait, Al, can you imagine that? You you're the only campus you know is this one. You might think they all have Tiger.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, he's
0: not going to road football games. Well, he, like, he might he, he might literally think every school's got their own mascot there. Like, Alabama's got a big old elephant, and, and they got an eagle and a tiger at Auburn. Well, they, they, can't do make up a, their mind.
1: they do have an eagle there. But, I mean, did you know about they had the tiger at one of the gas stations a little bit away f- you know, in one of the cities on the outskirts of Baton Rouge. Do you ever hear about that? I think mm-hmm. it might still be there. No, it's pretty, I think he no died. I mean, it's, it's pretty sad.
0: <laughs> no, I think, I think the tiger died.
1: Uh, I guess the last one I have on my list is, like, your first impression of the
2: weather. Mm-hmm. It's hot and, and muggy down here. So, yeah, very humid. <laughs> pretty terrible. But, I mean, comparatively to my hometown, summers are mostly the same. It's not that humid because I'm in a dry region. But in terms of temperature, it's relatively the same. It's just this humidity here, and then the the winters. We sometimes, most of the time, I have snow here. Of course, we had snow last year, I think, but for like one day.
1: Yeah, a lot more snow back home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your favorite like weird thing that Americans do that
2: you you just like? That's that's weird, but I kind of like it. You know, I wouldn't say I don't know about the weirdness because everything seems to be. You know, pretty much normal. So I don't really know, like, w- weird thing. I cannot really think of okay. the top of my head right now. It's got sort of a weird
1: question to get put on the spot with, but something that
0: I'm trying to think of weird things Americans do, like, like wear overalls. Like, what what do you think a weird thing Americans do? Like, wh- where were you? Where, what do you, what do you think a good answer to that question would have been? Hmm. I'm curious where where your mind was at because like. Eat a bunch of Taco Bells. Is that a weird thing?
1: Like shotgunning beers or something like that. Uh, well, do, do you think fun. they not
0: shotgun beers in Russia? Are you kidding what, me? In
1: Australia, you do the shoey where you put it in your shoe and drink it. So like a, a shotgunning beer that is... That sounds terrible.
2: Oh. It's like customs kind of thing, right? right? so that's why I'm we saying... We a weird thing in Russia too. Like, you know, this big boot, and then you make tea with the boot on top. Is you know, that, and this... Is it like a huge used kettle. boot? Uh, <laughs> or is it like a
0: dedicated tea boot
2: it's usually a dedicated one but back like the tradition I guess it was used back in the day but now it's a dedicated one it's like a, just a tradition if you, if, you, if you watch this popular video on YouTube where Putin and Obama he, he, they basically they're somewhere in Russia in some sort of Russian town and they're having this traditional Russian you know, dish and stuff and they had this big thing it's called samovar it's like a big kettle then you do tea and then you have this boot on top like upside down it's a real boot. It's not yeah. like a glass boot. No, it's a real one. Oh, okay, see. And then you kind of flex it up and down, and then it it creates pressure. I guess I don't know <laughs> what it does. To be honest, just a custom. So it's something okay, like th- that. That, that
0: seems weird. I I just maybe I I'm too American. I can't think of weird things.
1: Thanksgiving, sort of mm-hmm. a weird holiday, but I he likes he likes turkey and stuffing, yep. something like that. Fourth of July fireworks. Boom.
2: Oh, that's pretty normal why <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> yeah,
1: but Fourth of July, it's celebrating like our country's birth, like the
0: mm-hmm.
1: why not? That's
0: normal. I right. like it. All right.
1: Well,
2: we have the the, the the Day of Russia, whatever you i I'm not sure how to tr- translate. Independence the day? Of, not really. It's like it's not really independent. Well, I mean, Independence Russian of Pride U- day? USSR, or oh, it's like call this. Soviet Union dissolved I day. Think, yeah, I think it's re- related to that when it was it collapsed. We had this, we had established a specific day, kind of like Independence Day, I guess, but same idea, you know. Okay. Fireworks and like dinners. Hmm.
1: It's
2: a national holiday. Yeah. You got,
1: you got anything, or can we get into the uh, questions from American idiots?
0: No, we can get to questions from American idiots. That's fine.
1: All right, this segment we're gonna do right here is mostly gonna be focused on Russia. The we told people we were having a Russian programmer on. We got a bunch of questions from American idiots, aka our listeners. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll ask you the question. May know the answer, may not. There's just questions mo- mainly focused around Russia. All right, um, first one. Where did vodka originate, Russia or Poland? And this is from Alexander K.
2: No idea, no idea. I don't drink vodka. I've never drank, I've never drank like uh, pure vodka in my life. I've tried it with juice, but never like a shot of. You've never drinking there. straight vodka.
0: No. I'm more Russian than him. See, yeah. now you're stereotyping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a stereotype that oh, yeah. Russians drink vodka? Yeah. They like. I mean, stuff? they do. But yeah. not
2: all of them, you know. We so drink other stuff, too. <laughs>
1: but is that the favorite? Is that the preferred amongst yeah, people? Yeah, it's
2: cheap. That's why. It's, like, it's easy to produce, cheap to produce, you know. Okay.
0: Do people around here just walk up and just assume you like vodka and try to give you vodka? Not
2: some of them, yeah. Some of them.
0: Americans. Freaking <laughs> idiots.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, do you think the internet meme of the, uh, like, Russian reversal
2: is mm-hmm. hacky? You know what right. that means? It's the one where it says uh like uh yeah. in Russia like cars drive you and stuff yeah. like that. I think it's stupid. I don't really get the humor in this, to be <laughs> honest. I, in Soviet Union like cars drive you and stuff like that. I think it's in Russia or Soviet Union. I'm not sure, but it's, anyway. a,
1: it's, it's the sa- it's the concept of the joke. Yeah. I don't really get the joke's It's just it's just bad.
2: Yeah, I, d- <laughs> I don't know what's funny. It-
1: I did actually did a little oh and that question was from Seth F. But uh I did a little research on this question after he sent it in. Apparently like it became sort of a thing by this comedian Yakov Smirnov, which was like mm. a hecky sort of 80 Russians comedian, Russian mm. comedian like his heard of him. his know. gimmick was like a I think it was he's probably it was in the 80s, so it was probably okay. before your time. Yeah. But then I think Family Guy, like, took it over, and it became, like, a popular yeah. internet thing. But, yeah, I, I'm kind of yeah. with you on that one. Harley, you got any questions sure. from dumb Americans here?
0: Did the USA actually land on the moon from Eric S.?
2: Oh, that's interesting. Actually, prior to coming here, I remember myself on a plane. I was flying to from Atlanta, Georgia, to Baton Rouge because it's, uh, like, a you know, it's... a. There is no no nonstop flight. Yeah, no flights from – There's no
1: direct flight from yeah. Baton Rouge to anywhere besides yeah. maybe Houston. So, so. <laughs> I
2: was flying, and next to me was sitting this old guy. And I didn't really speak English at that time that well, but he was trying to convince me that Americans Americans landed on the moon, and I was not sure about it. I was like, I'm like ambivalent.
1: Oh god, that sounds like the worst airplane conversation. Is <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so fat, old oh, American man. guy. This guy, all right, we still, I swear, Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. You're like, all right, man, cool. <laughs> right now, like,
2: I mean, I, I've studied all the evidence and all the arguments. I'm pretty sure they did, because um, it's this or it's like the biggest hoax in history. Like, it's it's pretty much impossible. Pretty sure they did. Even if they didn't, like. Whatever you know, yeah, I'm with you. What did we get from there? We get some some moon samples, right? Or what else? Apparently, some like a moon pictures.
1: rock. A moon rock. They brought one back and then gave it to like the prime minister of yeah. Netherlands or something. and did some research on it and turned out it was a uh, uh, what do they call that? Petrified wood
2: or something oh. that it wasn't actually real. Oh. But uh, yeah, I'm not really educated that well on this I, topic to actually argue with you like scientifically. Me neither. So. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't find
1: it particularly that interesting, but it's it's funny to think about. And if you're Russian and just want to troll people, you'd be like, "No, you didn't do it." Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I would, I would yeah. just,
0: I'd be on the troll. I'd be. You sit next to the guy, and I'd make the mistake. I'd be like, "No, you definitely didn't land on the moon." And then I wouldn't realize this guy's about to go into me for about two hours. I'd be like, oh,
1: "Yeah, you, you would set." You thought you were trolling him, and then you get an ear beating from some fat hot dog eating American. Oh god, sounds like a nightmare. Um. This is the next question from uh, our American idiot viewers. Um, when I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia. Do you know this story? This is from uh, Burt K.
2: Here, or where?
1: It's a f- it's a famous story of this this comedian. I, oh, I think that's where. What's it's from. the name of the comedian? Uh, Burt Kreischer. He's a um, fat guy who performs with his shirt off. We'll send you the link after. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't watch them. Um, another question here. Um, this one's from Sylvester S. Have you ever seen Rocky Four? and the what movie? Did you, yeah, and what did you think of Drago and did you find it offensive that they cast Dolph Lundgren, a Swedish actor, to play a Russian?
2: Oh, man, I, I watched the movie, movie like a long time ago. I don't really remember the plot, anything, you know. I'll have to rewatch to actually be able to <laughs> answer that. Yeah, so I don't really.
1: Are you a big Rocky guy, Harley?
0: So I had the five box set as a kid. Now we didn't have that many VHSs around the house, so I watched my fair share of Rocky. It was either that or Independence Day or if my parents were sleeping. I'm throwing a little Titanic, you know, for this one scene. But anyway, that was a, 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 a yeah, I watched a good bit of it. Hey, I, I got. Did I got, you like
1: it though? They're they're decent movies. I'll 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 allow. I'll keep watching. I've only really seen the first one. It's so slow. and I found it particularly boring.
0: All right, so sticking sticking from our American idiots here, there's another space one. Is Sputnik Russia's greatest invention from oh, Jimbo? Yes.
2: Well, I'm not sure the greatest. Like compared to what? The greatest. It's definitely a good invention. I mean, but I mean. Like about, we have? We're talking about the invention of a satellite? Yeah, yeah, I mean we have this this actual debate who invaded the radio. So like some people yeah, it's actually like several people, I think. And then everyone claims it's like their like your their country, you know. And then we have this like Popov, the guy who invaded invented the radio. I'm I'm pretty much I th- I do believe he did it separately from from any of the uh, European guys. So you know, I would say this is that's the greatest invention, the radio. To me. I yeah,
1: did, I didn't know uh, that was allegedly Russian. I thought some guy named Marconi invented yeah, they, the radio. Yeah, there's this de-
2: debate. Yeah, oh, I didn't, they, I didn't know that. I thought they did it at the same time, roughly same time period. But I'm I not didn't sure know that. I, I know. may, I may, uh, I may. Well, they, that. that's what they teach us at schools, you
1: know, mm-hmm. in schools. Um. I have one here from Christopher T. Why did Russia want Trump to win the 2016 U.S. presidential election?
2: Man, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I guess what the general general mood is like either – I mean mood in Russia is that we have a pro-Russian president or anti-Russian president. Hillary was clearly anti-Russian. So I guess – and Trump looked like it was Mm pro-Russian. Like to me – It kind of still looks the same pro-Russian, but I don't really see any... Actions, you know, pro-Russian actions. He actually did. Mm-hmm. He
0: hasn't done many actions, just yeah, in general.
2: He 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 does a lot of tweeting, but not many actions, you know. Hey, he had a great week on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not a big fan
1: of him, but he had some good tweets. <laughs> he put a he put a Trump Tower on that picture of Greenland, Greenland. Said he wouldn't do that. I mean, that oh. was
2: pretty funny. Oh my God. Hey, the Greenland thing.
0: Just, it's just it's it's funny. It's funny, but you think he actually created
1: that? No, but he tweeted it. Okay, hey, um, you got another one, Harley?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, all right, this one is from J B from Desela. He asked, "Why did cancer start from Chernobyl?"
2: Wait, what? Did cancer?
0: So Chernobyl, the uh, mm-hmm. the
2: yeah, I watched the series.
0: Oh, you watched the HBO series? Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, so from a Russian perspective, why did y'all give everybody cancer?
2: Well, my understanding is that the radiation um uh, emits this um, b- beta or gamma particle. I'm not good at like chemistry and stuff and physics. I think it's these particles that uh penetrate your body and destroy your cell structure and then this what the basically tumor cancer cells, it's like a abnormal cell. It's like a cell but it's it's doesn't evolve normally doesn't have the same characteristics as the normal cell and then it starts you know like splitting really quickly and so what this radiation does is just emits these particles which destroy the, the structure of the cell and creates this uh, cancer cell that's my S- understanding. so
0: you like uh, so that's uh, when i was watching so i used to work in nuclear power so mm-hmm. m- my wife's sitting there just asking me all these questions about it she's like hey could this happen could this happen i'm like oh yeah so my my thing is, how do you think that went over? That series went over in Russia because I'd heard mm-hmm. that they were going to actually film their own one and tell a different yeah. story, and it's I think it was kind it. of a little controversy there. Yeah,
2: so it it really, I th- I feel like this is the society kind of got split on that. Like you know, fifty percent think it's amazing, and then. They say, like, why Americans do this, you know, this amazing show and we cannot do the same. Why, why are they doing this about us and we cannot do the same thing about us, yo? Know? And then others say, it's all a lie. We're going to film our own, you know, version. And then they did some teaser and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Laughable. I'm not sure if they're going to move on, continue with that. I do not really follow that, but, I mean, it's not going to be even close. Well, I had... Uh, One of my questions on the first impressions, I I just skipped it, but I had television
1: on there. Now you're saying like the people were sort of asking why they can't produce that kind of quality television in Russia. Is there that much of a market difference? Is there a reason why a lot of the world watches like American produced content? Because it is, you know, Britain puts out some good stuff. They put out Mm -hmm. series that we take, but for the most part Mm -hmm. it's, Generally America, yeah, dominating mo- w- pop with culture.
0: movies, music, yeah. podcasts.
2: Yeah. Games. Everything. Yeah.
0: Not football, though. The world really doesn't like football yet.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not yet. <laughs>
1: Pulisic. Um, this, this one also comes from Eric S. Did you see the FX show The Americans about a pair of Russian spies undercover in America in the 1970s? It was a pretty good show, and Kerry Russell is hot, no. according to Eric S. No, I didn't see that. Okay. Oh, uh, Harley. back to the Chernobyl question. They were claiming that's where cr- cancer like first started or they were no. just saying radiation causes cancer. So, we'd have to no, get ba- doy. we'd
0: have to get from back to JB okay. on that one cuz he asked the question, but a lot of it, people ended up actually not having certain areas had a higher cancer rate according to the show, but in general, I don't think it really went up that significantly between the people that were like the first responders. And then, like the immediately, like the t- the immediate area around it, unless you were sitting on this bridge. If you're on this bridge, evidently the fallout got you and killed you. But mm-hmm. they they were kind of saying the cancer rate didn't actually increase that much
1: when it when it happened. That's so, just cancer, though. What about all the other stuff?
0: Well, I mean, like so the fallout. So the so the, anyway, they they show the accident happened. There's people on a, this bridge. I don't know if this bridge exists or not, but it made it sound like it did. So they're sitting there watching this fire they don't realize what's happening this ash or fallouts hitting them okay so anybody that actually touched the particles so that fallouts actually some of the particles or the people that were uh, first responders that had actually touched some of the like the graphite that was from the core or things like that they actually died Mm -hmm. they got a high dose of radiation but for the the actual like immediate area that was kind of surrounded it made it sound like cancer rates weren't much affected Hmm. from what i remember
1: Interesting. You got any more questions? Yep, I
0: got one more. All right, so what? what is the Russian version of BlizzCon? This is from Michael C., a Chinese businessman from Baton Rouge.
2: Okay. Uh, there is one. Uh, it's called uh, – there is no translation. It's called Igramir.
0: Igramir?
2: Yeah, it's like a, if you translate directly, it's like a game world okay. kind of thing. It's the same thing. You know, it's like a big, um, like a show-off of different new games and, like, developers. It's like E3 in Russia? Yeah, kind of, I guess. I've never been there. It's it's kind of expensive to go, actually, and I'm not really into, like, games that much to, to actually go and check out those kind of events. But I know there is this one, that one for sure, and I don't really know any other. Have you ever tried to, like, make your own game? Mm, like... When I was a child, yeah, of course, everyone did, like, who was into programming. Yeah.
0: Do they have, like, PlayStation and Xbox over there, or is there, like, yeah, another game yeah. console? They have
2: everything, yeah. I'm
1: just
0: curious. Is there a Russian game console that they're keeping them from us that's actually better? That's you would
1: you would know about it if there was.
0: Yeah. yeah, Reddit does have pretty much everything on it.
1: All right, I got a couple more questions here. Uh, is the MMA fighter Khabib Nurmagomedov mm. the most popular athlete in Russia right now? That's from Joe R.,
2: my, from my point of view again the the public is kinda split on that. So some some of them said, you know what he did back there in the oxagon, what called? octagon, whatever we call it? Octagon. Octagon, yeah. Octagon, yeah. Was completely immoral and against the everything. You know what he did. After the oh fight. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: I watched it. Yeah. You're talking about the Conor McGregor fight yeah. where yeah. Uh, he had his goons jump in the yeah. ring and fight him, and then he jumped over and yeah. y- did a flying kick on uh, <laughs> Dylan Danis. Oh, I'm am familiar. <laughs> I'm familiar.
2: Yeah. So he said, "Oh, because you know, in Russia there is this kind of a." Uh, Kind of racist uh, view on his, because uh, he's a uh, he's from um, Dagestan, Dagestan, and that, that all the southern regions are kind of there is like a bad stereotype of them, like kind of racist that they're like you know like animals and monkeys and stuff like that. I'm not sure we're gonna cut this, cut this, but that's what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm, and so those people that say okay, they jumped on on like. You know, those who were who on an octagon like monkeys, you know, and so they're like, we're against that. And then there were other people who say, oh, you know what, it's actually because uh, McGregor said like mean things to his religion and stuff like that. He said it was justified, you know, so it's like kind of. So you
1: know, it's so, it sort of split. Some people like him in that region yeah. you're saying is known for. Is that region like mostly Muslim and that's why they yeah. say that about no, him? No,
2: not about Muslims per se, but the way, I guess, I don't, I'm not really sure why, but. There's a stereotype, you know, like racist kind of thing Okay, going on there, yeah.
1: So they say that South is more, they're like animals, so it's like, would it be sort of like the United States where the people up north think the people down south are like, uh, you know, not as smart
2: and not as educated? Yeah. Maybe not, you know, in the U.S., that's the racial thing. It's kind of big. But back in Russia, it's kind of, you know, like, it's not that it's not really a problem per se. It's like no one, in terms of like politicians, no one really talks about it. That It's you know. more geographic stereotypes? Yeah, like okay. when, because they, when they come to like, you know, northern, like to Moscow and northern cities, and then they misbehave and they do like crazy stuff on the roads and, you know, being like dangerous in general, that's <laughs> where this stereotype comes oh, okay. from. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I didn't know that.
1: Um, I got another question here. Is it true that, in Russia, the first day of school is called Day of Knowledge. That sounds yes, way cooler than true. the first
2: day of school. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's from Frederick P. That's true. Day of Knowledge. I like that Harley. I I, I like that as well. Um, I only have a couple more here if you got time. Um, yeah. Is Putin that really is? Is Putin really that good at hockey? I mean, eight goals <laughs> against former NHL players at the age of sixty-six. Come on, man! And that one's from <laughs>
2: Donald T. Man, this are like a videos. This whole thing about the Putin riding on the horse, and then this—that's swag. I've seen that, <laughs> that
1: shirtless riding yeah. the
2: horse. That's a badass picture. Yeah, Putin like like fishing, like uh, like shooting and stuff. It's it's all for it's it's all propaganda. There's a funny video about him playing hook, hockey, and because you know they'll allow him to score, you know and goal and there was Do they just like
1: clear out like when yeah. they, you see like the special ed kids they let them play football and then they'll like run into the end zone is the same thing but with the president they'll just
2: clear out of the way <laughs> yeah. and yeah, have a an exactly. matter that's ridiculous there's this Wha- funny video where on this on this um sky whatever i forgot the word for it on the ice on the ice they had this little section carpeted section <laughs> and then if you go on like if you are like full speed, yeah. you go on the section, you you just you know trip immediately. So that's what he did, and it was this video actually like showing it so funny. Everyone was like so scared, you know. Oh, I I Music read fell. that
1: after the after the game he was celebrating and going to the the crowd, and then he yeah. fell and busted yeah. his head open. That's it. I need yeah. to look that up.
0: So speaking of Putin, have you ever heard of the, like the movie series called The Purge? No. So there's a a series where basically you have a period that's of lawlessness. Mm -hmm. So you can do whatever you want, murder, steal, whatever. Mm -hmm. So my co-host and myself had a draft of who we'd want on our team. My first pick was Putin. (laughs) Do you think Putin's probably the best person you want to have on your team if laws do not exist?
2: Well, he, he knows people. He has connections, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> good pick, Harley. He's my top choice too.
0: Yes, Putin, number yeah, one. He hit
2: me with that out of left field. I was like, God <laughs> damn it, that's a
1: good pick. I have fucking Joe Rogan as my number one, but you know. Both short bald men. Um, I got two more here. Um this one is from Craig Robert W., Uh, it says, I'm an overweight, horny American, and I find the Russian accent on a woman very sexy. (laughs) Do American women find your Russian accent sexy? That's from Craig W. You
2: know, women in general don't really say such things, even if they do, like, find, you know, my accent cool. They don't say such things, never. They so. don't. They
1: never say it to your face like, oh, I like no. your accent? No? I mean, they
2: say, I like your accent, but they never say, oh, your accent is sexy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't really know if they like it or not. Okay. I don't know.
0: I had also one that actually was from Craig W. In Russia, do they do American-order brides, or does it just go from, in America, the Russian-order brides, the mail-order brides?
1: What does it mean? Like, uh, if a Russian woman who's fairly attractive mm-hmm. wants to, like, get her green card or stay oh, in America, yeah, right. like a uh, American who cannot find, uh, you know, an incel, as they call them these days, will mm-hmm. uh, mail order broad, yeah. have a, a Russian woman come over here. Yeah. So, I guess Craig is asking, are there American order people brides.
2: who go over to Russia for, I don't Never heard of it, but I've never seen any Americans like walking around there looking for little bribes, you know. So I don't really know. But I mean I know of course like people do that. So and I've seen the other way around actually too. Like Russian guy and American girl. So
0: is that how you got over here?
2: (laughs) No, I have a Russian (laughs) wife. Oh you do? Oh you do.
1: Congratulations. She lives she lives here with you? Yeah. How does she like Louisiana?
2: Uh it's mixed. She loves the people and the whole, like, you know, everyone knows everyone thing Mm -hmm. because there are not that many people. She likes the friendliness of the, uh, okay. Okay. But she doesn't like the weather, obviously. (laughs) And she says sometimes there is nothing to do here. It's, like, kind of boring. Boring.
0: See now I know why American women aren't telling his voice sexy right because he 'cause he's got his wife. 'Cause in it. he's <laughs> he's taken. I should have noticed their wedding ring. Yeah, on well him. it's on the it's on the hand over there. I hadn't I can't see it from over here. So in Baton Rouge, do we do we have like a large Russian population? Is there like a place that a little
2: bit. But we don't have any like you say here we have a a huge like uh group of like Chinese people students and like even those who live here iranians you know from iran but we don't really have the same like community of russian people we have some like you know i have some friends here and there Mm -hmm. but there is not such thing as like okay let's all gather up like 100 people from russia here and do something like you know every every week or so we don't have this but this this thing actually it's like they have it in miami Cause I went there. There's like a huge, like the whole Russian neighborhood, and then they ha- I I went to Brooklyn. They have this Russian neighborhood too. Uh, so yeah, it's not like this here. So mostly
1: in bigger cities. Yeah. This this kind of small and. Yeah, I guess if you guys really want something to do, New Orleans is probably your best bet. But yeah,
2: yeah. I guess they they must have it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh
1: well, I don't know about the Russian part, but they have they have a lot more cooler stuff going on than oh, I mean, than Baton Rouge. Yeah. 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 Um, and my last question here, um, this one is from – well, the last question from American Idiots. This is one One is from Edward S. Are you scared to go back to Russia now that you love America?
2: Oh, I went to Russia a couple of times already. Oh, you have? Yeah, I like to see my parents and my friends. Has I'm it, not
1: scared. Has it changed very much since you've been over here? I mean, it, you're 26, so you came over here when you were what, 22. 22? Mm-hmm. So it's only been four years?
2: Yeah, I went there two times. and Actually – You know, it actually changes. Mm -hmm. Like, even on the basic level, you go, oh, there's a new store here. And this one got, like, demolished or, like, a new building, new something, you know. And then in terms of, like, overall, like, prosperity and wealth of people, it kind of goes down. It's noticeable. Like, people start, you know, like, uh, not spend as much money as they used to. You go to, like, grocery stores. You see all this, like, you know, like, uh, sale, sale, sale thing because they try to sell a lot of cheap stuff, too. As opposed to as it used to be before. So, so,
1: the, so like, uh, it's, it's been less prosperous since you've been over in America. It's like, yeah. the, the economy, I guess, has gone down? Yeah, okay. yeah. I feel like it. I was wondering, I guess, since it's hasn't been that long since communism's ended over there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was over in Poland a while ago, and you could tell that, you know, since communism was ended, they were starting to build a bunch of new things and and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff but i guess if the economy goes down that's not gonna
2: yeah i'm not really sure it's really related to communism i think it's related to this uh one party system which is i mean it's not really one party but in reality it is yeah and this this whole putin's like system this whole like pyramid yeah because
1: didn't wasn't he like the whatever you want to call the Prime Minister, or whatever yeah. he was that, and then he stepped down, and yeah. then he kind of just reelected himself, yeah. and yeah. is like, "Oh shit, I'm I'm back at it." Yeah, that seems it seems fucked up.
0: That's why he's the first per- That's why he's the first person you pick in the purge. Yeah. He
2: also changed the constitution. He it was it used to be like like here you cannot be more than two terms uh, a president, right? A, but he changed that. First of all, it's now six years as opposed to four years, and then you can be a president. For more than two terms, if they're not consecutive, so that's why he stepped down and then stepped back back up. Okay, so he is, uh, yeah. So he is that person right now. I thought he would just
1: a- appointed like one of his buddies and and are yeah. like the president. So yeah, right he now. he. Well, it's like a. But he's but everyone knows he's running shit.
2: Yeah, he ran the elections, but obviously they were rigged as always. So, mm-hmm. but he yeah, he just appointed that guy for like four years. And for I think it was – yeah, four years at that time. Now it's six. So he got reelected himself again. And then now it's six years, and he, he can be – it's his, like, first term again. So it's kind of reset, you know, yeah. after non-consecutive terms. And now we, we're going to have him for, like, I don't know, like 10 years, 10 years more. I don't really know. I don't, Damn. I don't really care, to be honest. It's just it, – It's happening over there, and you know it's fucked up, and there's nothing you can do about Even it. Even if so. I was there, you know, there's nothing we can do. I mean, the people protest – that's pretty often, but that's it's pretty useless.
1: That's Yeah, that's why I don't get worked up about politics because whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be is going to be and you just, yeah. you know, fend for yourself or whatever. You got any questions for us, Harley? You got any more well, questions? I, I do have
0: one. So, um, earlier this week, y'all had like a false shooter drill or something mm-hmm. like that? So, Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so um, what kind of... W- what happened with that? Because that. Mm-hmm. That was like uh, I didn't really see in the newspaper article what mm-hmm. the resolution was.
2: So apparently, a custodian at uh, Colts Hall noticed, spotted that like a policeman undercover in like normal clothes, and he had uh, all these policemen. They have like their pistols with them all at all times. So he spotted him with a gun. And then he freaked out, you know, called nine one one or something. And then the police—they are required to invest. They cannot just say, "Oh, it was our guy," you know. They are required to come and do the whole procedure. So that's what, uh, what apparently, what happened. But hmm. there was no shooter, no nothing. It was just a mistake. Interesting.
0: Well, I'm sure that's still kind of scary because what you get an Amber um, Alert on your phone or something yeah, like that yeah. now. Yeah, very were scary. Were you, were you here?
2: Uh, I was back at home. I, I live okay. off campus, but really close, so I can't even walk. But, man, that's like, like you know, given the last two shootings, recent shootings, you, you kind of think it's never going to happen to you, and then you see this, you know? It's like, oh, it's a reality check, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, what What was uh, campus like with uh, the Max Gruber uh, stuff like that? Is, is that the fraternity, the frat guy that came in as a pledge and – Ended up drinking himself mm. to a level that few's ever gotten to.
2: I'm not sure. I didn't really talk to people about this. I am. I'm aware of the accident, but I mean, it's pretty fucked up too. But I didn't really talk to anyone about it, so I don't really know what people think. I mean, pretty much. I guess everyone agrees that it's like, it's you know, s- they stepped over the line. Yeah,
0: that's not something like when you're doing the new orientation for the uh, international students that <laughs> you'll have to cover or anything <laughs> like. I'm just. I I'm, mean. I'm,
2: we don't do any we don't we don't do anything to be honest at all we don't even have we we don't have any sort of organization it's kind of like a fraternity so it's like everyone is like you know separate I mm.
1: think i am done you got any questions for us
2: ah i don't I don't know if it fits the podcast I just wanted to ask you like a sort- sort of like numbers like how many people watch you and then like you know stuff like that yeah. I don't really know if it fits the
1: probably podcast. uh on
0: your, well, so on average episode, we probably after the episode's been out for like a month or so.
1: Bleep out the number for the podcast viewer. Just tell them in person. You know, just screw up the advertisers.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 uh, miming the uh, number is probably our mm-hmm. average. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not it's not too crazy, but it's it's definitely some views there.
1: And we do get some Russian bots sometimes. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I want to ask you about that a little yeah. bit because how what first of all why is it russian bots like as a programmer mm-hmm. do you feel do you take a little bit offense to that that no. evidently we think why oh. <laughs> okay so there russia is Russia's actually doing it okay i got right that
2: down yeah down yeah there. so that we have this everyone knows about it this this whole organization in russia in moscow located in moscow and then they do this sort of things not even in america they do it in russia they try to create this public opinion thing it's like everyone thinks that like let's say putin is good and so if when you think he's bad, you see all these comments and stuff, y- it must be something wrong with you that you think differently. Mm-hmm. So they try to create this illusion of public opinion. And they do the same thing here. So I'm completely on the same page. So we if
0: we would... Uh, who do we have to uh, grease in order for them to put out some propaganda that the podcast is good? So everybody <laughs> starts <listening. laughs>
2: oh, oh, I don't know. It must be very expensive, you know.
0: So the other thing is... We're uh, we're big Twenty Four fans. I don't know if you know the show mm-hmm. or anything, but they uh, we had a they got a fake um, government agency. They called it Counter Terrorist Unit. It was CTU, mm-hmm. and basically most of the storylines is some organizations go and attack America, and it never looks like the Russians, but it's always ends up being the Russians mm-hmm. that are somehow influencing.
1: And there's always a mole in CTU. And so
0: <laughs> my question is, how do the Russians always get moles in the CTU? But that I don't <laughs> expect you to
2: answer
1: that. Yeah, that was, that's more of an inside. Uh, I, I, that show probably hasn't been on in at least five years, and he doesn't keep up with pop culture, so you're not gonna. Yeah, I don't not really gonna know that yeah. one.
0: But I, at some point, I would think like Jack Bauer would cross over. No, it, it's more of like. <laughs> so i'm american right so if i had like this other country not necessarily well, i guess that's what it is poking fun or doing stereotypes against them or so they're the ones trying to
1: hack our election or they're the it's wh- like you and eric it's a rivalry yeah
0: i would think i'd be like all right maybe i didn't check that out kind of like the chernobyl thing why i thought some people in russia might not like it because it's basically portraying a, a government cover-up right there of We're not Mm going to tell the people. We're going to let the people be damned. Russia's got to look great type thing. Anyway. All right. So podcast is
1: doing great. And America, America does. Every country does the same shit. It's just the varying levels of doing it and how much you can get away with it. Like people are talking about, oh, Russia rigged the election. Why? Because they made a couple bogus Facebook groups. Like you really think that's influencing popular opinion? Oh, I, I don't. I just think that's. Oh, yeah.
0: I think I, I think popular opinions easily influenced by anything they see on social media. Like h- how many people do you think are actually turn- tuning in to seeing what Trump's doing?
1: Yeah, but it, 30 percent like, of the American public actually votes. So. It's not influencing anything. People are all basically set in their ways. No one's looking at a Russian troll Whoa. farm meme and going, I'm voting for Trump now after no, this it, Hillary meme of locker up. Pe- no,
0: one's do- no one's doing that. Yeah, but I think the people that are voting are the ones that are passionate about it. The fuckers like you over here that don't care hey, and vo- aren't influenced, I you voted didn't for,
1: vote. I voted for Gary Johnson, bro, libertarian. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, that's it's just... Any- mm.
0: All right, so do you have any other questions for us?
2: Uh, not really, I don't know.
0: Did we make you... Uh, make you want to get back on the saddle and do some, uh, vlogging podcasting mode Motiv- with
2: you or on, <laughs> by myself? Oh shit. <laughs> Cause I'm not sure about by myself. Cause I, I'm, I'm still kind of lazy. It's, well,
1: it, it's hard to, there's some people who do podcasts by themselves. Like the only really successful ones I know is like Bill Burr and a couple other comedians, mm-hmm. but someone just talking on the mic and, and being entertaining and talking to themselves is it's hard. It's very rare. And if, 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 you're a lunatic no matter whether you're good or bad at it so but bill burr is, is probably the best at just talking for himself for 30 minutes and being fairly funny
0: so you ready to wrap this up i'm ready all right so do you want any uh you want to give out any of your social media or anything to f- plug you want to give out your uh your Maybe my channel yeah your channel youtube we-
2: channel so if you search Miroslav base you see this like uh thats a good name. Avatar on the <laughs> on the green background. I mean, if you want to, if you are kind of in, into this kind of stuff, but it's like bass covers.
1: We'll give you some views. Oh, uh, you said you were into like heavy metal
2: and yeah. sort of like what?
1: What's uh, what are some of your favorite bands?
2: Oh, I don't really have any like a specific one because it, it all depends on my mood. Like today, I want to listen to Pantera. Tomorrow I want to listen to Pink Floyd, and then the next day like something like you know Michael Jackson. So something.
1: your favorite artist depends on the day. Yeah, like you don't yeah. have a great like this. This band has no bad albums. I mean, there,
2: there are certain certain artists that are really, really good. Like Pink Floyd, for example, they're very talented. Mm-hmm. They create this sort of emotions and mood. But again, like sometimes you you just want to listen to something else, you know. Gotcha. So what did you?
0: So last thing we want to ask you first impression of us <laughs> mm. what did you think about two american douches coming <laughs> in <like> american <laughs> clothes
2: i don't know honestly i feel like you sound pretty professional you know like i don't know how for like how long you've been doing it but you seem to be pretty like i don't know if th- is, is there a word like easy talkers you
0: know? naturals it sounds like we're naturals on the mic that's what i yeah, just heard we got yeah. the
1: gift of gab my friend i appreciate it.
0: that's a huge compliment thank you very yeah. much
1: Thank you very much,
0: and uh, with that, Miroslav, thank you for joining yeah. us. Hardly pronounce his last name now. Touchev.
2: Pretty good. Yeah. Da. da. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And we
0: are out.